and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, burning UFO photograph streaking across the skies of England. And does that have anything to do with a recent secretive government project to evacuate the bigwigs out of Washington, D.C.? Well, let's take a look. The first article comes from a website called scoopwhoop.com. Now, I've read better written articles, but it's handy, so let's take a look at it. It's titled, A Huge Burning Object Flew Through the Skies Above England. Apocalypse? Is that you? And the article is written by Reich. I, I can't even begin to pronounce the last name. It goes on and says, Random unexplained things keep popping up in the sky and the people go wild. From conspiracy theories about chemtrails to aliens with a penchant for probes, there's always something to talk about when it comes to the great unknown. Pretty certain this guy is not a believer in the UFO phenomena, but we don't care because we know chemtrails are real. When Bill Gates tells you that he's going to start cooling the planet using chemtrails, you can rest assured that they've gone past the, the conspiracy stage. The article goes on and says, According to Unilad, a large burning object was spotted falling from the sky in Cambridge, UK recently, and it got everyone buzzing. Now, the word falling here, I'm not sure if that's the word that I would have chosen, because I've seen these pictures. And what it looks like is one of these really large, fat, thick chemtrails that you see. But clearly, it, it narrows, so some object has created this giant streak across the sky. If you would have just taken a first glance at this, you might think, well, this is just a chemtrail that's been laid, or maybe, I guess you could call them a persistent contrail, that's what some people do, that has been laid out there by a uh, jet airplane passing overhead. But when, when we get a little deeper into the eyewitness account, we find that that does not seem to be the case. It says, Cambridgeshire resident Jerry Underwood saw it on April 15th and said, it looked like a short, skinny cloud. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a meteorite because they are gone in seconds. We have seen hundreds of shooting stars, but this wasn't that either. This was coming down very slowly and spiraling. It started to glow orange, as you can see in the pictures. There were flames coming out of the back of it as well. It was really unusual. And they have a picture here just below that. And it looks... The strange thing about this is this picture must have been taken uh, toward the evening or at night. The sky here is black. But you can see this bright reddish-orange uh, trail of smoke or fire behind it. Now, this doesn't look like a normal contrail. And you can see, as you look at this thing, it looks like the plume of flame or smoke, whatever you want to call it, as it extends out past the beginning of it, begins to expand and dissipate a little bit. It looks exactly what you would expect to see if a craft came in that was uh, burning. Or maybe maybe it was a meteorite that came across the sky, and uh, or a piece of space junk. But this thing created an awful lot of smoke and an awful lot of flame. Way too much, it would appear, for a normal 
meteorite or even a piece of space junk that came across the sky. It goes on and says the unidentified object was very large and could be seen falling for a good 20 minutes. There are no explanations until now as to what it was. Now think about that. If you see a piece of space junk or a meteorite, those things are traveling thousands of miles an hour across the sky and typically leave a sonic boom because they're going past the speed of sound. Now what in the world could this thing be that went across the sky a few miles and took 20 minutes? Any kind of man-made aircraft that I could think of that was distressed and was putting out those kind of flames would never be able to stay airborne for 20 minutes. That's a very long time. So this thing, whatever it was, was traversing the sky. They call it falling. But wouldn't you think that the thing would have hit the ground after 20 minutes? Even even an aircraft that fell from a great height, like the... Like, say you were in a jet airline, uh, God forbid, and this thing came down. Wouldn't you think that it would come down in a lot less time than 20 minutes? It goes on, it says, Jerry watched it land beyond the horizon, following which there was no other information about it. And then there's another picture. And I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this trail, this orange uh, trail of cloud, and it does look like there's something in the beginning at the at the end of it. And it's been expelling this orange smoke as it goes forward. It has a little bit of a twirl to it. Doesn't look it doesn't look like a normal chemtrail, I can tell you that. It goes on, it says, What what do you guys think it is? Well, we don't know what it is, but we know that it took twenty minutes and then some reports say that it landed. But so far, uh, I haven't been able to find any evidence that that anything landed i think that maybe uh that was a bit of an optical illusion that people perceived that it landed because possibly it went across uh, went across the countryside i am going to keep uh i'm going to keep looking into this and see if possibly some more reports will come up further but this came off of scoop scoopwhoop.com and you can see the pictures there and it just looks like a bright orange trail of smoke or fire billowing out behind this thing, whatever it is. And they've got a couple pictures, and you can see the smoke expanding. Just what you would expect to happen if something was discharging this kind of gas behind it. What I can't get my mind around, really, is, is, is if this thing was a meteorite or a piece of space junk, it would not have been... It wouldn't have taken a 20-minute path across the sky. It would have streaked across the sky. And if this thing was a man-made object, why hasn't someone come forward and explained what it is? It seems like it produced a tremendous amount of smoke and fire behind it. And you have to wonder, is, just, is this possibly one of a fleet of UFOs that's been uh, watching us that happened to crash that day? Is this some sort of portent for the future? We have to wonder what is going on here. Now, with that question in mind, I was watching Jason Goodman again. He's got a lot of good stuff on there. And him and his coach were talking about um, something that had happened that I guess I think maybe I'd heard a little bit about, but I hadn't paid too much attention to. 
And this came on Zero Hedge, and it says, Ever since governor started calling up National Guards until last month, the president has insisted that the soldiers remain firmly under the command of the governors that called them up, and that the Pentagon isn't using the troops to plan for any federal secret missions or material or martial law should the crisis spiral out of control and threaten continuity of government. Now, of course, we've been talking about this a little bit in the program about just what exactly is going on here. Now, this lockdown is into its fifth week, almost a month and a half. I happen to live in one of the six states uh, where we're not uh, locked actually into our houses. I can still get in my car, take my dog out for a walk in the park and do a few things. I can't get a haircut. Uh, I can't go into church to sit down with uh, friends and family and and uh, do a routine there. I can't go to my local casino and play poker. Lots of things I can't do, but at least I'm not being fined if I go out in the evening and have a nice walk. But we have to wonder, how much longer can they keep the lid on this thing? At what point do people start to become restless now, the article continues and says, Now, a report in Newsweek purports to prove that the Pentagon lied. In reality, a 10,000-soldier-strong National Guard unit has been deployed to the capital area with a secret assignment to enforce martial law in Washington, D.C. and help evacuate lawmakers and top government officials if things go south. Now, this has been a recurring pattern that I'm sorry to say that I've seen begin to be displayed in President Trump. And I I have to tell you, I was a strong supporter of his three years ago. But since this COVID thing has started, I've seen him take a 180-degree turn on the freedoms and rights of Americans. And I do not go along with this illegal lockdown that we're under right now. Never before in the history of this country have we been put under such restrictions. And I'm at the point where there's a lot of things that the president says that I no longer believe. I'm not seeing him to be the same guy that he was four years ago. And here again we see he has told us that no worries, the troops are all under the control of the governors. But Newsweek comes out and says, hang on a minute, 10,000 of these guys are crack troops who are trained to evacuate lawmakers and other big shots out of Washington, D.C. If that's the case, what are they so worried about, man? Is there something coming that they're not telling us? They just keep putting this thing out there. Was this whole COVID thing just a ruse to get us in our houses so that so that they could do what they needed to do? I don't know if they want us in our houses because they want to protect us or if they want us in our houses so they feel safe from us. At any rate, it says, In reality, the Joint Task Force is already 10,000 strong and is already on 24-7 alert. And yet, the activation of Joint Task Force National Capital Region, including almost 10,000 uniformed personnel to carry out its spatial orders, contradicts those assurances. JTF-NCR <clears throat> is not only real, and operating, reporting directly to the Secretary of Defense for some of its missions. <coughs> Excuse me. But some of its units are already on 24-7 alert, specifically sequestered on military bases 
and kept out of coronavirus support duties to ensure their readiness. Members of the Illinois 106th Aviation Battalion was called up under federal statute, placing them directly under the control of Secretary of Defense. The soldiers, along with several Black Hawk helicopters, shipped out of Decatur, Illinois Armory last month. Now, this is very concerning to me. It says they are under, they are under the direct control of the Secretary of Defense. And I believe that's a fellow by the name of Mr. Esper. Now, I don't know how much you watch the news, but you probably are aware of a situation that occurred several months ago when we had an uh, individual by the name of Mr. Vinman, who was a, uh, an Obama holdover and advisor left at the White House. And he was one of, I think, about 450, 460 people that former President Obama had hired to advise him. And for some inexplicable reason, Trump just couldn't seem to find the gumption to utter the two words that he used to be famous for, which are, you're fired. As a result, Mr. Vindman was the central key person around that whole uh, accusation that President Trump had had an improper conversation with the President of Ukraine, which followed up with the impeachment uh, actions by the House of Representatives. As a result of that, Mr. Vindman was uh, moved out of his duties at the White House, and I cannot forget the fact that I saw uh, Mr. Esper, the Secretary of Defense, when he was questioned about the fact that Vindman had moved over to uh, another job in the Department of Defense, Esper responded that whistleblowers weren't punished. He considered Mr. Vindman a whistleblower. Now, a lot of conservatives and a lot of Republicans, and I think maybe Mr. Trump considered Vindman part of a coup plot. So there's some very, very strange stuff going on there. And why on earth Trump keeps this guy in charge of the Secretary of Defense is beyond me. Trump is looking more and more like he's incompetent, complicit, or held hostage. And this whole thing is starting to take on a very uh, sinister feel to it. So here we see these 10,000 National Guardsmen under the direct control of the Secretary of Defense, a guy who described a person who tried to overthrow the president as a whistleblower. Also the same guy who didn't have time to read the letter from the captain of the aircraft carrier. Remember that whole debacle that took place a few weeks ago. So there seems to be a an intense power struggle between these departments, between possibly the President of the United States and and his own employees. The article goes on and says, the first hints about this secret mission were included in a local Illinois newspaper's report about the call-up of Illinois National Guard forces who were being deployed at Fort Belvoir outside Washington. Well, hang on one second. That should give you concern. The National News certainly has enough resources to read the orders that these guys were given as public. So the fact that it took some individual working at a little tiny local newspaper somewhere to point this out 
should show you that the mainline news, the fake news, is in total collaboration and conspiring with the deep state to keep you in the dark. Either that or they're just so lazy they can't do a simple task. It goes on, it says, in addition to their normal mission objectives, the report noted that the unit had also been assigned to a bevy of unfamiliar tasks, including evacuating officials, lawmakers, and members of the judiciary aboard the 106th Aviation Regiment helicopters. Here are more details, courtesy of Newsweek, including information about the major commercial, about the major Major General, excuse me, who would effectively be in charge of securing the Capital District if martial law were imposed. Unlike other guardsmen activated under Title 32 orders, under gubernatorial control but paid for by the federal government, the soldiers of the 106 were activated under Title 10 orders. Strict federal duty as if they were going to be shipped off to Afghanistan or Iraq, except that in this case, the battlefield is Washington, D.C. Wow. Now consider the backdrop to this. Washington, D.C. just expanded the shelter-in-place orders until May 7th. It's almost as if they know something's coming, but they're not sure of, of exactly when it's going to get here. Maybe their big telescopes couldn't quite predict when the incoming near-Earth objects would arrive, or perhaps the lights that we're seeing, these UFO fleets that we've recorded, are just the beginning of something bigger. Who knows? I hope not. We <clears throat> goes on and says, on that battlefield, the Illinois 106 Aviation Battalion's helicopters would be used to evacuate everyone from Army leaders to the White House. We are that quick, <clears throat> we are that quick reaction force that allows us to help mobilize forces within the Washington, D.C. area, evacuate people, or whatever that might be. Evacuate people, or whatever that might be. Says Captain Adam Kowalski of the Illinois Guard, we're kind of like that big taxi cab that makes sure everybody gets where they need to be and keeps the government going. Well, let's hope that they're not like a lot of taxi cabs and just run the meter up on them once they've got it in the taxi cab. He goes on and says... The soldiers in the unit, as well as their commanders, have been studying the Joint Emergency Evacuation Plan, the official protocol for moving and protecting senior officials at the Defense Department, and other plans that cover the evacuation of top civilian officials, like lawmakers and the President. He and his fellow officers have been studying the Joint Emergency Evacuation Plan, the national plan to move Defense Department officials to alternative locations outside the Washington area. JEEP, J-E-E-P, is not the only plan. It is supplemented by the Atlas as well. Now, what did we talk about here a few episodes ago? The Atlas Comet. That comet five times the size of Jupiter with its big gas envelope. Supposed to be able to see that thing sometime during the last half of April. Seems like the news on the Atlas Comet has been a little sketchy too. Not sure what's going on there. It says it is supplemented by Atlas as well, which designates the procedures for the movement of civilian leaders called enduring constitutional government, ensuring the survival of the legislation and the judiciary, 
And above Jeep and Atlas are the highly classified Octagon, Freejack, and Zodiac plans that deal with other emergencies and the movements of the White House and other presidential successors. You have to wonder if Trump even knows what what is going on. But it almost seems to me like his enemies are putting things in place to carry out a false flag. If he didn't know any better, if you didn't know anybody, we can only hope that he's aware. The March 16th order that activated JTF NCR placed all of the planning under the command of Major General Omar J. Jones. In peacetime, the Army Major General Commander commands the Military District of Washington, an Army unit mostly, mostly known mostly for its ceremonial and memorial expertise, providing the soldiers at Arlington National Cemetery the drum and fife formations for the parades, the grave and precise standard bearers for state funerals, and falling post 9-11 organizational changes. Major General Jones was also dual-hatted as the commander of Joint Forces Headquarters, National Capital Region, an organization created after it became clear that no single command was in charge of immediate response in Washington. There was not even a single military interface with the White House and what's called the interagency and organization that would be in charge as continuity of the government or other disaster plans were implemented. In other words, maybe the deep state just didn't even take the time to let them pretend to be in charge. The article goes on and uh, talks about... This a little bit more. Um, you can go on to Zero Hedge and check it out yourself. But what we see happening here, clearly something is in the works. We have had numerous accounts of UFO fleets just seem to be watching us. Now we have this burning UFO that was sighted over uh, the skies of England. The thing took 20 minutes to, to go across the sky. You can see the pictures clearly something was burning there. And while all of these UFO phenomena seem to be lining up, in the middle of all that, we have the President of the United States telling us not to worry that the National Guards are all under the control of their individual governors. But in fact, we find out that as part of a secretive evacuation team, 10,000 guys were called up out of Illinois and I think other states to be part of this National Guard group for exercise jeep and that is where you get all of the politicians and essential people out of washington dc and think about this the mayor of washington dc just extended their shelter in place order until may 7th now if you're getting the feeling that this uh, reopening of america thing is being drug out and drug out as long as they can it's as if we have been manipulated inside of our houses, and now they're just cracking the doors open a little bit wider. And you have to ask yourself, why do they care if places like South Dakota have shelter in place? Why do they care if places like Iowa or Nebraska, where people measure social distancing in miles, not feet, are conforming to the same type of draconian shelter in place? that people in, say, L.A. or San Francisco or New York are confined to. 
I think it's time to step back and take a look at the big picture and ask ourselves what is happening and who knows what. We have multiple sightings of mass UFOs. We have this UFO that appears to be disabled, taking 20 minutes to cross the sky. We have a country that's on lockdown that, that the politicians seem to never... They seem to have plans to, to, to never open things back up. They're keeping us locked down for as long as possible, it seems. And in the middle of all that, we find out that we've been lied to about this unit of who controls what. And the fact that there are going to be 10,000 soldiers stationed in Washington, D.C., ready to evacuate politicians if needed. The whole thing's quite, quite concerning. Stay vigilant. Stay prepared. Stay safe. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.